Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us for Sister Wives, wrapping up season two, Sister Wives in Sin City. Before we start, I wanted to do a little, something a little different this time. A little bit of gossip. I love my Sister Wives gossip, so I want to bring you guys on the journey with us. Because Leon gets all of this as well, just in Reddit posts. The Sun articles, very unreliable news sources. (laughs) Well, I don't get it anywhere. I get it from you. Yes, that's what I mean. Like, you get them all text and direct linked. You're like my aggregation point for all news (laughs) or updates of Sister Wives. You do the hard work of checking all of these sources, and then I just get the information. And we're in a big lull, I feel like. Between seasons, there's a lot less action going along, like happening, a lot less eyes looking out for things. You just don't hear a lot. But over the last few weeks, there has been a few items. We've been joking. Is a production for Sister Wives called Puddle Monkey? Yes. Okay. They need to get in contact with the producers for Married at First Sight. <laughs> One, they know how to make a season last eight months. And two, they know how to do a quick turnaround to make sure there is no delay between seasons. Is it wild that I totally would absolutely love an eight-month season of Sister Wives? Like, is that too much? Am I just saying that because I haven't seen them in so long? What would that formula look like? Because Mirror at First Sight is two months turned into eight. (laughs) Yes. So would you prefer... Two months of the Brown family for eight months. Oh, no. Or no. eight months of their life, but you have to wait a year and a half to get that content. We're getting neither right now. True. Because we're so far behind. If I could get eight months of their life in a season, that would be amazing. We would be almost to this year. <laughs> I hate to harp on it so much, but I've said it uh, many times. They need to do a time jump so bad. Mm-hmm. But we also can't do that because so much has happened within that time. If we did a very general time jump, we'd be missing so many key details. So like I want, here's what I want. I want no filler. Give me all the big moments. Give me some behind the scenes of the big moments. But like, let's hurry this up or let's have a longer season. Now that I think about it, Gwen and other folks from the Brown family sort of building up their platforms it is kind of a penalty against the show because even if they don't outright tell you spoilers of maybe topics or things they would like to cover on the show you can get so much detail in the updates Mm -hmm. to know where people are where they've moved who they've interacted with who Mm -hmm. they're talking to big life moments right you graduated from a school i mean there's so many things that we're aware of as fans that the show is so far behind in covering Yeah. Also, with having a really long season and why I would want that is because with this show, I pick apart everything in the background, the way they say things. It could be a slip of the tongue, but I'm going to read way into it. And that's what I love to do with this show. So even if it was almost a dragged out season, I'd still take it. I'd love it. I'd love every episode of it. Okay, gossip time. First thing, Savannah graduated high school. Very Big cool. one. I love Savannah. She's adorable cool. and so sweet. Great kiddo. I am curious if Janelle is going to stay in that area if Savannah decides to move. Any idea where she's going to college or? 
I don't know where she's going to college, but she is going. She's currently living for the summer with Maddie. Ooh, you know, but, the ride and passage. <laughs> she could be exploring schools. over Yes, there. totally could be. During this time, I know that Janelle has a place in Flagstaff, but right now she's in her RV for the summer. So I don't know. Does that mean she still has her place in Flagstaff? Did she get rid of that? Throw everything in storage? Would it really make sense to have a place in Flagstaff, but you're living in an RV unless you bought a place and it became a rental property? Maybe. Or maybe she's just spending like splitting time. But I don't know why you'd split time if Savannah's already moved on out of the nest. The boys are still in Flagstaff, though. So hang out with them. Maybe have a place to stay. You don't have to stay with them. I don't know. Something like that. But going back to the graduation... Cody and Robin did attend the graduation. There were no social media photos of Robin, but through my sleuthing, I know that they attended. From the We Love to Hate Everything podcast, someone wrote in there and talked about their experience with Robin at the graduation. They went up to Robin, said, I'm a fan. Do you mind if I take a photo with you? She said, ugh, fine. Excuse me? Oh, no, no, I don't want... Nope, don't even want this picture in F you too. <laughs> Absolutely I, I just wonder not. After, after all this time, from that reaction, something I'm thinking about is maybe Robin has seen, no matter what she does with the public, whether it's positive or negative, somehow it's always turned into a negative thing. Although that doesn't really help mm, her case. No, the, you acting like that just made it 10 times worse. I mean, I'm happy they went. I mean, it's some. I mean, you should want to do that. It is your child, mm-hmm. and if they didn't go, all of us would basically, you know, be shunning them or saying something completely negative. You know what's bad, and I know this about myself is I'm gonna talk shit about Robin and Cody no matter the situation, even though I know it's right that they went. And goodness, Cody, a better went. I'm still gonna talk shit about Robin going. <laughs> Yeah, what would have been better? It would be funny if Cody was invited and Robin just went by proxy. <laughs> like she wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Is it better or worse that Robin went? Think of yourself as like Savannah. It's probably good, right? I mean, that's your stepmom, I mean, that's your stepmom and your, your dad's only wife. Mom? So I mean, you kind of have probably to go. Probably good, right? None of the children, even the tender aged children went. Kind of weird. Those older kids are doing a lot. Did Dayton graduate? Oh, Dayton did graduate this year as well. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. Who attended his graduation? I heard a rumor that only Mary, like of the outside moms and stuff, that Mary went. No kids? I don't know. I have no, like even any gossip about the kids going. So. I am honestly really, I don't know why, but. Maybe because of what we presume is like the sheltered life that Dayton has lived and the way we kind of jokingly say he's got like five degrees. He does have. No, no, no. That's not even a joke. (laughs) Right. Well, I am curious of what he will decide to do, you know, after school. Or is the next announcement going to be that I'm going for my PhD so and my master's and PhD, so I'm just going to be a student for a long time. Even if he took that route, regardless of the two routes proposed there, I think this is finally his chance to get away from his family. I think if he continues his education or if he decides to get a job, 
I think the rumors are true about Cody and Robin going back to Utah. I have nothing to go off of that on, but... You think they would go back? I think they're going to go back. Man, this would be a slap in the face of so many storylines. Yes. Wow. I mean... Okay, talk about the season we're on. Season two, they technically had no reason to leave. I understand the reason, and I can be sympathetic towards that. But, like, it's also illegal in Nevada. Polygamy is not legal there. And also, you can just be extradited back to Utah. Like, they're thinking of, like, those kinds of things. There really wasn't a reason to move. But, but sympathetic. I can understand it. Next piece of gossip. I heard through the grapevine that... Christine will be getting married this year, specifically this summer. Is that too soon, too close to, I should say, Gwen's wedding, which is this summer? Uh, You can tell folks are going to be split on this. I would say mm, the situations are so different. I mean, okay, give someone the limelight, wedding planning, all that stuff. I'm saying, yes, it's too close. But grand scheme of things, like really doesn't matter. Are they even in the same month? I don't know what month. Like, probably not, and that's probably just fine. As far as the time to get married, or the time to get married, again, it's it's so divisive, and there's there's no wrong answer. I mean, someone could say like, "You should wait. What's the big hurry? They're mm-hmm. your forever person. That's totally fine." Someone can say, "Well, that's you found the love of your life. Why wait? That's totally valid too. That's fine." But given the history of how quickly she got married and how young, mm-hmm. I just happen to think of like. There is absolutely no rush for you to get married. There's there's nothing, there's no like legal proceeding or like money situation that we know of. Like there it really is no rush. Just given the past, I would just say there's no reason to just wait a little bit. I agree in some sense. So I agree there I mean there's really no reason to rush, but at the same time she's finally getting everything that she wanted. So why not just embrace it? The home, the husband, the family life, getting the attention you want and need in your relationship, not having to deal with the jealousy, all of this, why not move forward and enjoy it? But I feel like we should do like at least a season difference. Like she should have a nice fall wedding, a nice winter wedding, winter wonderland, Utah, cute. So we'll see. I mean, I know, I don't know what month it's in. I just heard it's going to be summer. So very general. I'm very, very much looking forward to Gwen's wedding. I need eyes on the wedding. I need to hear all the gossip about it. I need to know who, if anyone, because I believe Gwen said no one's walking her down the aisle and someone suggested Logan. She said that she did love the idea of that. Prediction time, though. Yes. Or a question for you. Not that we're ever going to come back to this and check on this, but (laughs) are we going to, we're definitely not going to see these weddings in the upcoming season no like two seasons from now do you think we're gonna see the the, these weddings i guess in the second upcoming season if we're lucky like that's how far behind we are the women have not left well christine has in the show but we haven't seen her like really start that new life we saw her move into a a place but yeah that's really it Mm -hmm. yeah also, I assume David is going to be on the season as well. We have not met him. Oh, wouldn't that be interesting if they showed a little bit of her dating life? I know. Just a little I bit. I just want a hint of it. So that's all my gossip. Do you have anything else? I'm assuming not since I'm the one that sends you <laughs> the gossip. 
I don't. I don't. Again, I've mentioned it in other shows. I tried to be the voice of the casual viewer, but hey. inevitably Ellie's like, I have to tell you this. Like, I, I can't hold yeah, back. Like, no. I just can't. Do, do you want, do you want a spoiler? That's usually how I started is, do you want a little spoiler? Most of the time I say no, but sometimes you can tell on someone's face when it's, it's salivating. It's that good. And sometimes you, I'm like, no, no, no. You want this one. <laughs> All right, so on to season two, episode 11, Sister Wives in Sin City. So it is the first day at their vacation rental home. They are unpacking, and it is Cody's birthday. Mind you, we only have 30 days in this rental, and I was very stressed out about how much they were unpacking. You don't want to repack this all in 30 days. I was fascinated with the birthday gift. It looks like saddlebags for a for for the very reliable family friendly vehicle of a motorcycle yes i love that we give cody so much shit on his vehicle choices because the two vehicles he has might be the worst vehicles you could have for a family of this size of a family of like four you have a (laughs) two-door lexus that cannot fit any child above like eight in the back yep and a motorcycle Mm mm-hmm not you know what's great. also interesting? Hmm. This is another great question. Would you rather take a sexy shoot with your man <laughs> on a Lexus car or a motorcycle? Oh, motorcycle, hands down. I think I would pick the motorcycle. I don't even like really like convertibles like that. So like definitely motorcycle. If, oh if you know, my gosh. If you know, you know. Why don't we recreate that on our moped? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's white. Do we need it's like the similar. sun? Like we need a sunset, a sunset, which we could do by the shadow river. Shadow thing going yes. on too. Okay, it's so stupid. <laughs> it is so dumb. <laughs> you know what we should do? Hmm. We should take the photo that Robin photoshopped of her face and her kids on, <laughs> but put our face and our nieces and nephews. <laughs> oh no! Are you Cody with all the kids? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For some reason, my head is one of the kids. <laughs> We kind of see the difference in how everyone's treating this move now that we're, I don't want to say finally settled in, but we're there. It's no longer, we're not rushing like crazy. They have a place to live, even if it's only 30 days. But the teens are very against this. The parents are talking about how they're finally relieved. They felt like God led them there. Cody is daydreaming for the first time in weeks. The teens are pissed and the kids are just having the time of their life. Like the little kiddos are like on vacation. It makes sense to me. I mean, the teens have had so much more time living in that one home, mm. making friends, having their own sort of schedules or their home way that they've been doing things. Whereas the younger kids, they have that too. But I would imagine it's, it's just a little bit, eh, is it easier for younger kids to move? Now I'm thinking, or maybe would know. younger kids have like a big outburst, but it would be very short. Whereas maybe. a teen, it could kind of linger. Well, especially because they were in... Utah for so long like their entire life till they were like 14 15 16 so I think that's why it's harder but I can still see it really affecting the younger kids especially moving schools I would like to point out that this vacation home has four bedrooms only for what was the 16 17 people at this point so each mom will have a bedroom Cody will rotate through and the kids sleep wherever I have no idea what that kid situation was like that sleeping six. I just picture sleeping bags everywhere. 
It had to be right. Older yeah, kids couches, get couches, couches, yeah. sleeping bags, mattresses somewhere. Yeah, if they happen to take some. They had 30 days. Now that we're thinking about their sleeping sitch, I am very happy that around one to two weeks they started finding homes. So you yes. can kind of get people out, switch around moving, you know, sleeping situations, get them a little bit better. Especially with the fact that school started four days after this. So imagine like sleeping on the floor, needing to get up extra early because school's a half hour away. Like all of these things would suck. I found it interesting, depending on your situation, where you lived, how you grew up, how certain things could be such a big deal, but to another community and another location, it's it's absolutely nothing. For example, mm-hmm. the kids talking about how their school's like a half hour away. Yeah. I mean, to some kids, that's just a a city bus ride. Or some kids are taking like a subway and then a bus and well, like all this stuff. But to them, I think everything was so close that this is just, it, it's such a big change for them. So you know this very well. Oh, for you sure. You moved around a lot as a kid, but the big move when we, when we were in high school, mm-hmm. Leon took the city bus for an hour to get to our high school. There's like two buses. It was, I did a that transfer. for like, I did that for like three months and then my parents were like, you can't fucking do that. Yeah. Like you have to stop. But your sister held oh, sister, out. It was my her sister senior did it year. For, yeah. The whole year. Yep. She the was like, nope, year. not, not moving schools. These are everyone Hell, I grew up with. Yep. She was not, <laughs> not for it. How did you feel about the very random Mona Reiki scenes throughout the episode? It's like every time they found a house for a wife, it was like a driving scene with Mona. It was so random. Okay, Mona got a lot of time when Mary, Cody, and Robin went to Vegas to sort of scope things out. They had a lot of time with Mona. They met in her office. Mm-hmm. Cody's doing some fake math, which she didn't. <laughs> that was my up, favorite. Didn't even end up mathing. But in this episode, yes, we got a couple shots of Mona. But then after a while, it was like, I found a house for Mary. And then quick cut, oh, Mary's in the house. And yeah. there, there's, I don't like that they cut that much content. Yeah. I would have liked to see your first viewing of the house mm-hmm. walking around sort of like a house hunters episode, right? Like <laughs> yes. I would have liked to have seen that to we're really just getting a summary of all of that already happened. I mean, papers have been signed like the house is already mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I would have liked, which is I'm sure very like I only want this What's is that? I would have loved to see the layout of each house. Like, you know how when we first, like, met the Browns and we saw the Lehigh house, they, like, took us through and had the overhead layout. That's a lot of production. I know. They were like, we're not not doing all that. So in the vacation rental, Christine got the main bedroom. And this was more of a wife decision. Cody didn't want to seem like he was playing favorite. So he kind of left it up to everyone else. We find out later on that this probably did not hinder him and Robin, and we'll get to that later. In that moment where the wives are talking about Christine getting the main bedroom, Mary, like, jokingly, like, smacks her in the butt with, oh, like, a... Oh, I know. Her and Robin. A spatula? Mm-hmm. But realistically, the way Mary... I hate to call her materialistic, but she sort of... It would does bug her if she doesn't get an even allotment of things mm-hmm. and i feel like it did kind of bugger that she didn't get the master i think so too i think she always wants the nicer things what does she say i have nice things i take care of my stuff 
So I think I think for her it's a little unexpected to not have the nice room in the house. I agree. As they're celebrating Cody's birthday in the evening, we see a scene of Cody on the couch and he says, this family has never had a birthday forgotten. Maybe at that time. He sure does not care. Fast forward a few years. Robin piped in as she does all episode, which was very annoying. And she says, when you have such a big family, you want everyone to feel special. But that clearly no longer applies. Do you recall how big Robin's family is as far as her siblings? I don't. And I know that her mom and her siblings lived in a different state. So I don't even think she was like ever involved with the main like big family. See, sometimes I have to check myself because I do want to go in on Robin. But then I don't know her full history of. No, but we can't go in on her because she (laughs) mentions it like the way she words it is like. When you're in a polygamous family, like, oh, yeah. you know, it's really important to make everyone feel special. I'm like, Robin, you weren't really ever in a, your dad had a mistress who he <laughs> fell in love with. So he had another family and they lived in a different state. Like you guys were not a, from what it sounds like, again, I don't know your history. That does not sound like a family unit. Robin hasn't even been here long enough, like in the family unit to have celebrated a one birthday with each kid. Like, not even the full calendar year. I just find it strange that Robin is the voice for polygamy and all things polygamy when we have three other women sitting here who have lived this for 16 years, if not more, Mm -hmm. and has experienced all of these birthdays. Why weren't they the ones to say this statement? I'm always confused by that. Because she knows more than them. We have Cody and Robin sitting on the couch and Cody's explaining that he was pressuring Robin to have a baby. At least he's honest. I sure. Says that Robin wanted to pump the brakes and so they didn't have they didn't I guess start trying we should say right away. Cody says the minute we got to Vegas we were ready. We waited a long time. We've been married for a long time. So now is the right time. I don't want to generalize and include other like Mormons or polygamists in this. I just want to focus on the Brown family, but it is fascinating to see how their timetables work or what is a long time for them. Yeah. For them, it's like, oh, we've been married six months, ready to have a kid. Yeah. It's for me, they move at such a fast pace. I mean, look at the example with Christine. Like, do you really have to get married that quickly? Like, can't you just wait a little bit? And then, you know, someone could respond like, well, what's the right time for you? You know, you're on here talking on this pod. I'm like, well, well, we are the literal opposite. We waited almost eight years to get married. We are 14 years in no kids. Like, yeah, (laughs) we've we've been, and now we've been married for uh, seven going on. Yeah. Seven years. Yeah. Seven years. No babies. So it's, they would be disgusted with us. It, and we, we only mentioned that to show like how on the opposite. And mind you, like kids like are on the table for us. They're just not for us now. We're just scared but of them. <laughs> we're just giving you that detail to show you like how far on the other side of yeah. the spectrum we are compared to the pace they move in. And then most people probably are somewhere in between that. Like we're right. just so the, different. The average is, is in the middle. They, you know, they wait maybe like a year or two, three years. They mm-hmm. have kid, so on and so forth. Great. Yep. Uh, but it is interesting. And they, the way they even mention it, like we've been married for a long time. I'm like, 
what? That, <laughs> no. That's a long time? Now, here's a deep question for you. Hmm. When Cody, and mind you, going back to like their religion, you, know, you have as many, you know, have a certain number of wives, or as many wives as you can, you have children. When you are courting another wife like Robin, having a kid kind of is in that courtship of you're going to produce or try to produce yeah. more kids for my family or our family. Yes, I think everyone knows that. Even if they don't want to say it, I think, yes. How does that play out if Robin doesn't give, like, or for whatever, something like can't or won't, like something happens if she cannot produce children? How, like, wouldn't that be, not that I'm like wish, wishing that on or anything, but like, it's fascinating to think of like how that would have changed the family dynamic or whereas we think of Robin as like favorite wife, mm -hmm. does that somehow now she becomes like the least favorite wife? Oh like, no, that not wife at all. I think Cody loved her so much and was so infatuated with her that the kids were just like the cherry on top. He would have been just as ride or die regardless. Mm. That's my personal opinion. And as I think she just has him so wrapped around his finger. I would love her finger. If you guys want to DM us or just add us on Twitter, Instagram, I would love your take on that. That's just so fascinating to me. And I think for the most part, I think you are definitely correct. <laughs> just in my weird mind, I'm like, that would be really interesting to see what would have played out if that happened. Well, I really like, regardless of Mary's infertility struggles, I think she was like head wife, favorite wife prior to Robin. Hmm. Like, I don't think that really swayed him that much. Oh, interesting. I mean, he was grabbing her by the face and kissing her. <laughs> Your eye roll. <laughs> so how do you feel about Robin saying that she needed a house first because her kids have moved a lot? Like, is that justifiable? It, it probably is. No, because there's there's two sides of this. You have uh, probably, pro I mean, they're probably right, but there's two <laughs> sides to this and there's my kids have been moving so much. I'm like, well, the other side of look at that is like your kids are kind of used to moving. Whereas I the brown guess. kids, they have never moved. Yeah. They don't even know what this feels like. Yeah. Like this is, I mean, mind you, I don't know. Some kids look kind of happy. Some kids are bummed. Like everyone's a little bit everywhere. Mm -hmm. But you know, you know, honestly, in this, in this take, I think, yeah, Robin was probably correct. Probably. I just needed your thoughts on it because I was like, mm, she's being real blunt about that. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, I, as much as I talk crap, I guess it does make sense. It's the first day of school and Maddie says she doesn't care. She doesn't want to make any friends. Real blunt about this. Not ready to go back to it's Utah. Doesn't care about to these see people. The, the young rebel teens mentality. And okay, this is what I like about you know, we're just another pod. We're doing a Sister Wives recap. A bunch of pods have done that as well. But it's fascinating because depending on what time or moment in time you have found a podcast to do this recap, there's going to be different levels of information, different mm -hmm. updates, different things you can correlate to these events, which I think makes every podcast unique in their own way. Mm -hmm. And mind you, uh, this one I'm about to make is not you know, new news, but in Maddie's case, it's fascinating that she mentions I'm moving back to Utah as soon as I can. And I'm like, girl, you never moved ah, back to Utah. That's almost heartbreaking, though. That is because in a, in a way. Yeah, she always wanted to go back. She got married and immediately moved in with Caleb. Where did they move? Montana. Yes, I think oh, so. the first move. Yes. Ooh. 
I think you're right. I think you're right. So I'm like, ah, oh, that sucks. She never made it back. That is a far move from there to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I know that was for work. Yeah, it was his work. Mm, does he have family out there? I have no idea. Because usually moves are kind of accompanied by like you have some kind of support system in that location. I'm just curious if they would have. Maybe I mean, Caleb's it would have been both family. their families. They they might have family oh, out there. Oh, I see, yeah. Okay. I see what you're. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, I'm, tra- <laughs> I'm tracking. Yeah. She did come back, though, and she said she really liked her teachers. So, I mean, like, Maddie had a decent first day. Two things. Either their teachers are really funny and, like, really approachable and very good communication Mm -hmm. skills, or they were just good teachers. I don't want to knock on, like, their community where they used to be. But, I mean, how (laughs) how many kids really say, like, I have, like, really good teachers, like, they must have left a fucking impression for a kid I to guess. say that. My joke was like, oh, she already found a boy that she's interested in and she needed to tell her parents something. <laughs> yeah, the teachers were great. <laughs> Janelle, the wives and Cody are on the couch and Janelle is talking about their finite resources. And she also brings up the fact that they want to use their retirement money to start a family business. <sighs> And we know what the family business ends up being. But I like the glimmer of it. The uh, first little seed being planted this early. Realistically, they could have done so many things that could have generated wealth for them. For example. I cannot believe it was For example, maybe um, like a little cafe. Mm -hmm. I mean, just something... Oh my gosh, Mary could help with the baking. She could help run it. Great at organizing. Right, they have the cafe and baked goods. I mean... Many of them, like Christine, great at baking as well. I mean, like this, they this is had... just my basic ass example. I'm sure there's so many other ways you could have... I still think that's miles re- ahead of what re- happened. Realistically, mind you, I don't know... Well, actually, weren't they saying they put like 100000 or like a whole bunch of hundreds of thousand dollars into Sister Wife's Closet? Yes. Like, you could have just done rental properties... Oh, that would have been amazing. You could have bought an apartment complex, like a like a little eight unit thing. Oh, a nice little duplex. Like, and that just kind of generated wealth for you. I'm like, why did we have... God. Granted, it would have been way more expensive to like do rental properties. But like, I don't know. There's there's just a lot better of options out there. Now, mind you, my sister wife's closet did show their lack of creativity. You could have <laughs> even started small and done like t-shirts or oh, no, done something way cheap to gauge how committed your fans were to you to buy your merch. Like, hopefully you could do, you wouldn't, honestly, you didn't have to be that creative. You could just say your weird pun things. You know, oh, the weird things Cody always says that makes no Robin's sense. Robin's big dill. Her like, dill pickle like, brand you, of stuff. Like, you could have just, oh, that, that would have been good. Yeah, been great. Get me on this. <laughs> Robin's dills and they're like pickles, like jarred pickles. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But you could have started small so you didn't have to invest so much and maybe in their view my sister wife closet was small to begin with but everything was so expensive like you can't i feel like you can't start that way how much was like a piece of jewelry over a hundred dollars like you could start at like a 40 dollar t-shirt yeah a little friendship bracelet i don't know just an, it doesn't bookmarks i don't know just a Brooch, I don't know, just not <laughs> that intense. Like, let's not go zero to 100 on this. We have many seasons between now and then, though. We'll, we'll have lots of opinions on the way. So at one point, we see Leon asking for Mary's car keys. Leon does not have a driver's license, 
only has a learner's permit, which is not valid in Nevada. But they were just in a parking lot, so whatever. They said they were doing donuts with Maddie. <laughs> it's like you guys heard, like, just driving in a circle. Was that parking lot next to the rental house or something? I'm thinking it was. Also, girl, put some fucking shoes on. Why didn't Maddie have you, shoes? You're walking in some fucking rocks. It's so hot, I bet. And you're just... That seems so painful. So next up to find a house was Janelle, which sounds like it was originally going to be for Mary. Janelle loved the house, but didn't want to get attached to it. But in the end, she did end up taking that house. And Mary did tell her, like, she shouldn't feel bad about liking it. I'm surprised Janelle would even make that known to Mary. Yeah. Like, the level of want in this house... To make Janelle, I'm assuming, walk up to Mary and speak up and say, Mary, like, I know you found this house, but I really like it. Like, can I get the Like, I just don't see Janelle being one to do that. So it's amazing that she even did. It was like passive, like at the house. Wow. I love this so much. Wow. I I would love this room. Gotcha. This would be perfect for all the boys. I I am torn on how the Browns, they always voice things such as something sang to me or whatever, some vision or I love this house or it's so perfect. And I'm in love with, you know, everyone's in love with their houses, Mm -hmm. but in the back of your head, you know, they're going to move. Now, mind you, the move in this case is to the future cul-de-sac, which they do really, it seems like all enjoyed. Um, But it is a bummer that you hear this and you're like, well, it's a bummer because I know you're going to move again. Yeah. Robin goes on and on about everyone's needs, their wants, respecting what the wife needs in the moment and that maybe you don't have those same needs in that moment and how you have to kind of give that wife what they need in that moment. I would like to point out that she doesn't believe this. (laughs) This is a lie. Again, I don't know why the wife or the polygamist of eight to 10 months (laughs) is giving us this spiel of how polygamy is or how you essentially can uh, share or give up your wants and needs for another sister wife. While simultaneously not giving up your wants and needs. And to continue on that point, you've also received more than the other wives. Yes. So what have you given up? She Remember her job, her house? My eyes are so far old back. I think they like touched my brain. (laughs) So McKelty is acting out and pushing back against modesty. It is the way she typically rebels. I would like to point out that she's wearing two tank tops, a little, what would you call this? Like an open sweater over it. So the spaghetti straps aren't even showing. And then a scarf. Granted, it's like a fashion scarf, not a warmth scarf, but... The very top of her chest, not not breast. We're saying like below the collarbone, you can see a like little bit. The bottom of a neckline. <laughs> okay. The mom is telling her to go put on another shirt. Robin has her hand in her shirt. Like it was such a big deal. She is walking in the kitchen and Mary says, put on something else. I don't want to see that much of you. It was just like way too much. Again, I don't want to like, put everyone in their religion in like a bubble or anything, but, and I don't, we don't have kids. So like, you know, I'm just sort of speaking my opinion here. And you know, maybe if I had a daughter, like 
I would feel a different way about this. Yeah, maybe like, I'm doing this in four or, years. Or be know. like, yeah, I'm not too comfortable. <laughs> More with like my, 10. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm not comfortable with my kid wearing, you know, X. But I feel like the parents do need a lesson here in, I mean, essentially the modern world. I mean, I, I know you're in this religious circle and in some ways kind of in like a bubble. Your sh- kids are semi-sheltered in a way. Essentially, like you have like this one community that don't really get to explore outside of this community, not from what I can tell. So when you're going, you're on a TV show and now you're moving to Vegas, I think you need to open up your mind into other communities and cultures. And if your kids are exploring that, I think you need to sort of give them just a little bit of like, not space, but just like a little bit of expression, a little bit of expression. And because to you, the norm is to wear three layers, which I don't understand in the desert makes no fucking sense. I don't know how you're not constantly sweating. Maybe if your kiddo wants to go down to two layers, like we should probably open up to that being okay. Eventually they do, but I mean, I guess I can give them like the teeniest bit of grace that this, they just moved. They just moved from their bubble. I say that and then I'm immediately in my notes annoyed that Robin said that she's concerned that Vegas will have an influence on their kids and the modesty. And I'm like, yeah, it's Vegas. It's hot. <laughs> People are wearing but, shorts and tank tops. Okay. You can't say that, but then in another episode say, wow, like. This feels like home. Yeah. Like, God like, led them there. God led me here. I heard music, whatever the fuck. You can't say that and then be like, <laughs> oh, they might have some negative influences here. I don't know, Cody. I'm like, no, you, you can't have it both ways. Like you chose to live here. Yeah. You could have lived somewhere else. I was actually like, I, that's always going to be a question to me is like, why Vegas? Is it because of Robin's parents? I assume yes. Assume Yes. But like that does seem like a massive shift shift from their modesty, their religion, their culture. I don't know. Robin also says, you just don't get it. You don't get it until you're married. And maybe even then you don't get it. And I was like, you're being real dramatic here. Just, just lighten up. I get it. But in the same breath, I feel like you do. Like maybe just, just let a little something go. We say this, but it must be hard for and even us. We've grown up with a certain experience, but that next generation, their experience is so different. Oh, yeah. What is in and popular or what is okay. All these things are just constantly changing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You know, whenever we have kids or whatever and they're going through life, we might think, is that really okay to wear? Like, <laughs> I know that, that's not what. You know, I people, can see people us were, having were our own. A kid. Yeah, like I can see us having our own battles. It might not be on a modesty. It could be a totally different thing. I'm like, hey, can you dress up a little bit more? Like we're going to this wedding. Can you? Sure. Yeah. Like sure. so, it's just a different type of me bugging them on what they're wearing. <laughs> so Mary and Robin go back to Lehigh to get the rest of the stuff, including the pets that they left with family. I didn't realize they left the pets. I don't know what I thought happened to the pets, but I feel bad that they were just kind of like there when they arrived. But I'm glad they're coming now. They must have had local family just come every day to feed the pets, so on and so forth, walk the dogs and whatnot. I'm sorry. Robin hates pets, so it was interesting that she was the one like loading them up with the kiddos. (laughs) You know what's interesting? I think I agree. I think Robin really just doesn't like pets and even the little comments she made throughout this move 
it, it became so obvious like okay robin legit just either has never had pets or just doesn't like pets she said she doesn't like animals which is scary if someone doesn't <laughs> like animals what does that say about their heart and their I, character i don't mm. know i know some people have like traumatic stuff with animals so sure, they could probably sure. not prefer it but they might say like a dog attacked me as a kid, but I love cats versus <laughs> I hate all pets. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to kick really a dog. A, you really hate a bunny rabbit? Like, come on now. Yeah. Come on now. I thought um, this was a great excuse to go at Cody again. Uh, I know he's got this pending investigation, but uh, sir, you're not like wanted for the fucking FBI. They're not like tracking you like that. Yeah. I think you could have gone up to help. Your family finished the move as the leader of this family, as the man of the household. You know, he could probably lift some fucking furniture and help them finish the move. You notice he's only the leader when uh, he needs to make things that he wants to happen, happen. You know, he has to be the man, be the leader, be the strong one. But if it's something that like he doesn't really care about, it's like, eh, you guys got it. You guys are strong, independent women. Yeah, I just think from the way he portrays himself it's just a weird it's weird to me that he sends two wives and a couple kids to go like move the rest of his shit it's very cody brown at this point in the episode mary and robin talk about the deep connection that they have mary talks about how excited she was to have a close relationship with a sister wife and so much could be read into just that alone she continues on and says this is what she really wanted with a sister wife. Something really deep and real. Mary makes a fair amount of comments like this at the, at the tail end of the episode. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, if you are saying these things, that means you don't have that or haven't had that with the previous sister wives. Potentially never had. Potentially never had. Correct. Yeah. It- a tiny glimpse into reality, not the reality they're trying to sell us. C- correct. Now, you know, on initial watch, yeah, you might just breeze over this because everything you're seeing, they're one team, one unified front, uh, all telling, uh, who was it, uh, McKelty to like, you know, f- fix your clothes, right? Mm-hmm. They're all on the same team. But then you hear this little comment and it's like, you're really not. No, yeah. You don't have that bond as you wish with a sister wife not even close which again goes back to is this one of the reasons why mary possibly tried so hard to court robin because she thought this is my chance to have that type of bond with the sister wife i think that's a big part of it or a quote-unquote a clean slate Mm -hmm. with someone exactly someone she didn't bully yet (laughs) So, someone that you can be a friend with. There's no bad blood. There's not this big history. And then what does Robin do? Stab her in the back. And Mary still doesn't think of it that way to this day. If she went to Dayton's graduation, she's cool with Robin still, which is wild. All the little backhanded shit we see on like these up these seasons. No, absolutely not. Well, some folks say they just they just don't watch the show, <sighs> which. That's hard. I mean, they may have been burned before that they're thinking it's just better if I don't watch the show. It's probably better. Yeah. So Christine finally found a house 
Next to Robin, Janelle was the next to find one nearer Robin and Christine. And then Mary was the last to find a house, but it is a little over a mile away as to where everyone else is within like two blocks of each other. So while it's not far in distance, it's far comparatively. Has a lot of space. It's three bedrooms. And Cody found himself getting frustrated that Mary's rent is going to be the same as a big house for, say, Christine or Janelle. We talked about this and initially we haven't even like played the episode yet. Like it's on pause and I'm talking my shit here in my head mentally. I don't know why I thought this was such a bigger home for me. I thought this was like a, like a five bedroom house, mm-hmm. but realistically what they talk about it's, it's a three bedroom home, which seems like a normal size, whatever, you know, family home you'd get. She needs her craft but, room. But if, we, if we think about this, let's say, Let's say Christine has a five bed. I'm just totally fake numbers. Let's say Christine has a five bedroom house. It was 400,000, whatever. And Mary gets a three bedroom and it's, you know, 350. And like, because these two bedrooms, it like, you still need the other parts of the house. Like it it makes such a small difference, but yes, the price is comparatively almost the same. Yeah. Which... I get both sides of like, you only have one child and I want it to be a knock on you. I get it. You deserve the same amount as every other wife. But Janelle was saying it like our resources are finite. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we need to think about these things. And personally, I think I would be someone that would just take one for the team or just in the way these folks live and the way they're used to living. They are definitely not going to live in an apartment or even like marry like a duplex. That's just Mm -hmm. like not in their vision of their lives. So it's just hard for them to even have that as a thought or an option for their life. What are your thoughts on that? I'm torn because I mean, she's right. She doesn't deserve less because she couldn't have more children. She wanted more children. But I think in this scenario where maybe all of the money hasn't come in from the show yet, it's finite resources, things are kind of shot like rocky right now. I don't think taking a rental that was smaller but closer to everyone else was a bad option. Now, is it because it would make her feel less than? I think that's more of the reason. You took some notes on where they're contradicting their own statements. Yeah. Of the location of the home and what's really important to you. Skipping a little bit ahead after they do the, what was it? One of the neighbors had a block party. Sure. Everyone got together. Everyone's introducing each other. Kind of everyone was talking about their worries and what they would kind of, I guess, look down upon this lifestyle, but then how they came around, all that good stuff. But at the end of the party, everyone's talking about how they would normally go home, continue partying, enjoy the good energy. But Mary talks about how it worries her being the furthest away from everyone, especially for Leon, because they like to be without everyone else, especially their siblings. In my notes, I wrote that Mary did not care enough about that aspect to give up her big house. She valued the house and the niceness over the closeness to the family. You had the opportunity to pick probably a house nobody wanted because nobody was picking it up. Seemed to be available the entire time you had that rental. Yep. 
right next to Robin, so right down the street. Her best friend. And this completely contradicts your statement uh, before. So it really does show what you value. And it is kind of sad that you pick this nice house mm-hmm. over having your child closer to their siblings. But also it highlights the division that was already there in the family, which they keep trying to hide and, you know, sell us this other view of their family and their lifestyle. I mean, they say this, they want to be so close, but later in the episode, they talk about how they love their alone time. They love their alone time with Cody specifically. And even... I think, no, I think that's more of a side effect of he just doesn't pay attention. Yeah, no, I agree. You're pulled in way too many directions. So when you are in the separate house, you kind of, if you don't pay attention, now you're disrespecting me. He can't just look at Robin the whole time. Another thing to highlight in this conversation is that Janelle and Christine fully stuck up for Mary and her choice and her decision and her... This like they huge. said, she deserves a nice this house. She deserves to have a big enough house as big as she wants. Uh, Cody said, as Mary started tearing up, like, are you taking this personally? And Christine quickly piped up and said, I'm taking this personally. Yes. And I just thought, we just heard this whole spiel about Mary and Robin basically being best sister wives, mm-hmm. having this bond and, and really... Uh, wanting this to grow or they felt that connection, you know, almost instantly when they met, it's so fucking telling that as they're basically telling Mary, like you should have fucking sacrificed for this family. You only have one kid. Her supposed best sister wife is fucking nothing. Silent. Nothing. You know why? My prediction, she already knew this talking point. Cody and her were already like, why does she have such a big house? Like she only has one kid. And Robin was definitely on Cody's side and she was not going to go against him in that moment because it was like, well, I kind of talked about this with Cody. I'm already on his side. And the other two wives, they didn't, they were not aware of this. And they're like, no, dude, that's fucking rude. Yeah. And she deserves as much as we do. It's just telling and almost shows you the planning. I don't want to get that deep with this, but just shows you the kind of person Robin is where she wouldn't stick up with her sister wife in this moment. Well, the other ones quickly stepped up for Mary when they don't even have a good relationship. Exactly. They don't, they're not even friends. What does that tell you? It tells exactly what we see in later seasons that Robin will not go against her best customer. You do anything to make him happy, even if that means disappointing your sister wife. I just think it, it was fascinating. And it's something that I think if you're not just, I guess, analyzing it as much as we are. Or maybe on your first viewing, it's just such a tiny thing that you may have not noticed or you just don't go back and connect these dots. But it's so telling. And it was honestly amazing that Robin said nothing. Yep. Just looked around the room. So Cody and the wives, they go to the block party. They meet everyone. And I only want to highlight one part, which was very creepy. Of, of all the things this man could say. Of anything. Could have just not gone there at all. A neighbor is introducing himself and his family to Cody. Cody asks if the woman with him is his wife. Says, no, this is my stepdaughter. Cody apologizes and said, well, that's what people usually say to polygamists when he has a 14-year-old wife. Why? So so in this context, this neighbor has a stepdaughter that's just probably a little bit older than them. So it made Cody assume that that was his wife. But Cody, like... Of all things, like you did not have to mention it's so awkward and 
if your neighbors just had a good feel about you and like, hey, it's a great guy, great family, they, they laugh, they joke, all this good stuff. But then you make this random, yeah. really kind of dark it's comment. It's like, uh, I think that neighbor's kind of weird. Yeah, don't don't talk to him. <laughs> I, I think, I think it would be a surprise to the Browns. I think in their minds they are very, in a way, sheltered. Right? They're sort of scared or fearful of mm-hmm. what Vegas can do for their kids. It's a new community. They have. Uh, you know, different uh, religions. Not everyone's a Mormon in their neighborhood anymore or in, the, in, um, in their street. I just would find it interesting for them as the first interaction with the community is like, no one gives a shit. No. No one cares that you're a polygamist. You're literally living in a city where people can do drive through weddings. I don't think they care what you do with your lifestyle. The grandma across the street cared a little bit, but then her daughter talked some sense into her, said we shouldn't judge them. The other neighbor did say that he's not sure it's love at this point, having that many wives. It's probably just lust. And on the couch, Robin says, if it was lust, prostitutes are so much cheaper than wives. Just as awkward as Cody. We freeze frame this. And you know that thing where you have to laugh at like whatever your friend says or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck. You see Mary like chuckling and the other two wives are stone cold serious. Even Cody's like, what did you just say? Like, they're <laughs> like, that's not funny. Yeah. Cody says he'll never get used to living separate. And I just want to point out he got used to it pretty quickly. I mean, in Vegas. Yeah. In Vegas. Mm-hmm. Christine asks... Are we going to put in the effort to stay united together? I don't know. Mary talks about how she enjoys the separate time because Cody can focus on her. And Christine also echoes that she also is leaning towards preferring that as well. Janelle says that hearing that worries her, that they won't want to live near each other again. I want to point out that like through the seasons from season one, Janelle said a lot of things that ended up being true. One of the things being, I'm worried that you're going to run off into the sunset with Robin once they legally got married. And boy. Fascinating, huh? So sad. We see Cody arriving at Robin's house. This man is doing the dishes right next to Robin. He then proceeds to read stories to the kids for bedtime and then physically puts them into bed. The only issue I have with this is that Yes, as a viewer, just watching this show, we do get this image and it looks really bad as far as we don't see you doing that with the other families. The rub is like, we don't know if he doesn't do that, but the only thing Mm -mm. we can take from this is that you don't do these things at these other homes. No, ever. Christine is alone all the time and the only footage we have seen is of Janelle putting the kids to bed. And definitely never doing the dishes. You remember the one time we saw Cody doing dishes? Logan was making fun of him saying, you come over here. He does the dishes like one day. One day a week and still bitches and has the kids come over and help him as Logan is doing it every single day on his own. I would love to know, even in this moment, the wives are mentioning when Christine was sort of making that connection of, well, do you kind of want like the, you kind of see him like here and there kind of like all the time or like every fourth day you get him like completely. And she's like, I'm kind of leaning towards this way. So they still talk about the rotation. 
Mm-hmm. Man, I would love to know when that broke. Now, we know when they got the cul-de-sac, that kind of broke. That broke, which curious. is wild considering they're so close. I'm curious, did that break then or in this situation with these current rentals? I think it broke here. I think as much as they want to upplay it, like it broke here. He was mostly at Robbins because Gwen says when they were in the cul-de-sac, he was mostly at Robbins. Mm-hmm. So I think it happened in these rentals. That's fascinating. Bullshit. Oh, it's it, totally bullshit. <laughs> so Cody's at Robin's doing their lovely dishes together, putting the kids down, having this lovely moment. And we find out that they are going to have a baby in October. I would like to point out that just based on the timeline that they probably conceived either right when they were moving, but more than likely in the four bedroom vacation rental home. I don't even want to get into that. Take right. of that what you will. Uh, I don't even want to. No, same. <laughs> Leaving <laughs> that there. <laughs> Robin said that she's worried about Mary taking the news hard. She wanted more children. Her body just wouldn't let her have any more. That it is a painful topic for her. You mentioned that you weren't a fan. And this is honestly just the beginning of it. How they... They just harp or they just keep going back to Mary's infertility so many times. And I don't think it's their place. Like, did they ever just ask Mary, like, hey, do you want this to still be your your story for the next 12 seasons? Like, it just feels like they're making it a bigger deal than she is. So because she is so worried, she's going to go to Mary's house a little before dinner to break the news to her, separate from everybody, everyone else. Robin talks about how she wants to go clothes shopping with Mary, wants to do cool stuff with her, wants her to be equally as excited. The scene ends with Robin arriving early and awkwardly asking Mary as she's cooking dinner, do you have time to talk? Robin says that she's scared to tell her because it's a reminder of a wife's intimacy with the husband. I want to make a point here. It is interesting to me that Robin decided to mention this. Now, I know because of how Mary, excuse me, how Cody and Robin's relationship is. They definitely talk shit about all the couples. They are talking about every relationship. It leaks out every now and then, too. It does. Now. Why would you feel like that is an issue if you knew that every wife was getting that intimacy that they all needed? Mm-hmm. Unless you knew that wife is not getting what they need and I'm about to tell them that I'm going to have a baby. So they could be offended in some way. That leads me to believe that you clearly know that that wife is not getting what they need. I think it's twofold. I think it's that, but then also I think everyone's scared to be like, Oh, I'm throwing this in Mary's face. The fact that it happened so easy, so fast after I think it's, everything. It's even, it's even simpler than that. I think they're just so immature that just talking, uh, they don't talk about sex. No, they almost like, yeah, it's like, they're just not mature about it or something mm-hmm. because that sounds too smart than what it is because it's, it's more of they just they're just not comfortable talking about sex so it's they don't like, want to oh, admit that everyone's having sex oh, with them we're married to the same man we're all fucking yeah obviously and mm-hmm. fucking leads to kids so i know you're probably gonna get pregnant you're still in baby making age and you look like a healthy adult 
So that's pretty fucking normal. So I don't know why you think you're going to just have this catastrophic effect on Mary. Mary has witnessed these wives have like 11 children. But she doesn't care about them. <laughs> They're not like, close. That's I, just a roommate. Just my own perspective. I'm like, okay, Mary has witnessed a lot of babies. A being lot born. of babies I between Leon and yeah. your one baby is just going to like throw her overboard. Like, no, I think it's going to be fine. I thought so too. I thought people were making it a bigger deal. I think it is nice to tell her separately probably, but I don't think people should be as scared. Like, I think she expected it. I think any mature adult is, is like a natural expectation that you're probably going to have kids. That's kind of in the contract of our relationship or our religion yeah. and like how this thing goes. You're going to have kids or at least a plan to have kids. Yeah. So season three starts off with Robin telling Mary. Man, again, these early, early seasons, there is so much content. Gems. Whether it's just the the banter back and forth where we can dive deep into it to just finishing the move. And it is surprising how much stuff they left behind. Yeah, uh, a lot. Like a whole other, the Suburban and a whole other moving truck. I and mean, there was to, still stuff behind. To baby announcements. I mean, there's just, it's just a good amount of topics that hit and they're varied, which I think is interesting in these first, you know, the early seasons. And season after season, you see repeat themes you sure. see lots of people getting caught in lies it's great all right thank you all for listening i hope you have a good week do something for yourself have fun and we'll talk to you soon thank you all so much for joining and we'll see you next time